Hey guys, I thought I would do uh, another one in my publisher series today. This one's more about the business of postage and mailing out. It's a very boring subject, but a, a, a crucial one. You got to know your postage and you got to know your costs and what the requirements are of wherever your postal service is and get to know your postman very well. It's Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a Sunday morning podcast. So, all right. Years ago when I started my zines or when I released my first manor, I want to say the... I didn't know about like what the what the different postage rates were. It was, it was kind of an unusual because uh, this is going to be definitely American centric because I don't know the difference between the Canadians and the Brits and the Finnish and all the other uh, other countries out there that I've shipped over to through the years. I'm not sure how the postal rates work, but um, I was kind of naive and I I only knew about the one ounce stamps, you know, your forever stamps that are here over here in America and didn't know about the two ounce stamps at all. So I had to kind of start becoming a little educated on that. And it, it was kind of, it wasn't quite double the amount, but it was definitely a jump up. So I believe the first time I sold my manners, I can't remember if they were four or $5 with the postage and then all the, the materials that go with it. There was sort of a, a buck towards materials for the most part which then left me a little profit about that. And we'll go on to unit costs too. I mean, I don't like to get too businessy with zines because zines in general are for pleasure and fun, but it's, it's okay to make some money off of it because pretty much all I did was take all my profits and reinvest into other gaming products. It's not like, it's not, it's not like I made uh enough money to buy a car or anything but it definitely helped me buy like a couple extra books or maybe get into a kickstarter i normally wouldn't have gotten into uh and that's pretty much why i do all my gaming stuff so so it feeds my gaming addiction for the most part so the so the the two ounce stamps are like right now they're around I think in America there's 70 or 71 I can't remember the exact cost somewhere around there I just bought a batch of them not too long ago the trick is though is to know your weights too because postage is of course all based on weight and there's this horrific story and I can't remember which which Kickstarter it was but here you've got uh, this Kickstarter that was fantastic, and then he had stretch goals of miniatures and and uh, so on, and they achieved it. The, the The Kickstarter, unfortunately, in a way, was too successful. The because and and the the guys who were doing the Kickstarters didn't consider weight and shipping. So now you got all these miniatures that added on into into the weight, and they didn't take into consider that into consideration. And the next thing you know, their cost of shipping overseas—I mean, it was it became pretty expensive just in America, but the overseas costs go up exponentially once you hit a certain weight amount, and that's what happened to them. And basically, they ended up losing money on their Kickstarter 
because of that my you know my world of zines and my small products that i put out put out i mean there's really i don't have to worry about that too much but post is just something you do have to be aware of and wait because if you go over by one ounce it can make a significant difference in your bottom line it could be the difference between you making money and you losing money and i would never tell anybody do not go into making a product to lose money just to get it out there it's just it's not smart and plus the you know it's okay to charge enough to make a little bit of money there's no reason why you shouldn't because if you're making the products i'm sure you're selling you know, or if you, you know you're going to be buying some too so always take that into consideration put uh know your numbers like for zine about 20 a cardstock cover and a uh, like say it would be eight pages but in zine format would be end up 24 pages that weighs around like 1.8 some ounces depending on the weight of your cardstock because there's some cardstocks that are definitely weightier and sturdier like I generally use a 65 pound cardstock but I also have a couple that are 80 and when I do the 80 uh, pound cardstock. I have to watch the page count because it puts it close to those two ounces. And here's what happens: if it goes over two ounces, it jumps up 20, 20 cents. It's not doesn't seem like a big deal, but the difference is is if you if you don't pay attention to that, sometimes the cost gets transferred over to your customers, and it's happened to me a couple of times. I think even with my my um, what do you call it? My uh, Patreon stuff, my micro adventures. I underestimated the cost. I thought the things were under two ounces and they ended up being 2.1 or 2.2. And then what ended up happening is the, the my my patrons had to pay uh, the, the cover the postage that I didn't put on there. And they were all very cool about it, but it's not what I want, you know, that's, that's not what it's about. That's not what I want to happen. And the, and the other thing you have to watch out for is if you're on that border, say you're on that two ounce thing make sure you go to the post office scale and don't use a kitchen scale because they can be wrong even the post office ones the one i was just telling you about where people got charged at where i weighed them on the post office scale everything was fine but when they got a couple of them went to their destination all of a sudden they picked up a you know an extra tenth of an ounce or something and they upcharged them the extra 20 cents here in america um so go to your post office and get it stamped by the post office themselves. Now that's not always, it's easier said than done because that means waiting in a long damn line. But that's why I'm saying for the, if you guys are gonna get serious about publishing stuff, make sure you go to your post office, you learn your post guys' names, you learn their freaking birthdays if you have to because they're gonna be a big ally. Because if something comes up, those guys can help you out or at least explain, or, well, We'll take the time. I mean, my post guys, they all know me by first name. As soon as I come in, um, I don't even have to wait for my packages. They go back and pull them out for me. They ask me what's going on. And uh, anytime I have questions or, if, you know, the, even out of the ordinary questions that they don't even know, they'll go out of their way to find out what the answer is for me because they know. they Just, just because they kind of build like a, a situational friendship with them, if you want to call it that. Um, cause I only see them there. 
but they're extremely helpful. So that's one of the big benefit, you know, huge benefit for you. So uh, be an ally with your postmaster. Yes, absolutely. And get your packages um, weighed by them because if it's if it's stamped by the post office themselves, you know, they 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 don't have anywhere you can dispute it at that point because they're the ones who weighed it. Uh, it doesn't happen very often, but once in a while, if I'm on that border, I do it because uh, sometimes I get too freaking want to sneak in that extra page or I want to sneak in that extra little bit of uh, an adventure into something and it can cause it to just get to that tipping point. So be careful about that. The other thing you want to watch out for for the post office is make sure your labeling is clear. Print them out the best you can. Make sure it's all in capitals. Here's why. Because a lot of times when those things go through the scanner, um, they'll get delivered faster if the scanner can read it. If they have to, if the scanner can't read it, they'll have to pull it off the line and do it by hand, and that delays your delivery time. Uh, make sure the the zip code or the delivery code, I don't know what it's called in other places, is clear and readable. Again, because if they can't do that, they can't deliver it most of the time. Um, and I found out that my because I, I asked them specifically about that, and they said, yeah, that's, you know, it's a good practice. So I kind of continue to do that. Um, and then watch your packaging, guys. Uh, zines are pretty easy. I, I buy these, um, what do you call it? Uh, I think they're called invitation envelopes. Basically, they're your card envelopes. They're, they're six by nines, I think, most of the time, and they fit my zines very well. And I get the self-sealing ones because I'm like, I'll lick all of them. Oh, my God. Uh, but make sure you get good ones. And make sure you shop around because those things can get so damn expensive. There are some, the bigger quantity you get, of course, the cheaper you can find them. I, I've now gone to, I used to go to Staples, and it was very weird. If I went into the store, they were $16 for 100 but if I went online and ordered them through the store, they were ten dollars. It's like, you know, what kind of dumb shit is that? I, I don't know. It's just so all I would do is sit at home. I would order my uh, the envelope. The, what do you call it? The uh, uh, invitation envelopes. And then the store was five minutes away. And then I would just drive down there and pick them up for instead of spending um, like thirty-two dollars on two, I spent twenty. It's like, duh. I, I don't know. Just that kind of stuff pisses me off. When I see. I don't know. It seems like a ripoff when some people do do it like that. But since Staples has kind of gone out of business around in our area, I've got I've had to look for different sources, and it's always good to look for other sources. Luckily, we have online these days, and we're not reliant to just local stores. Because if I did, right now for envelopes, I'd end up being I'd end up having to pay like eighteen to twenty dollars for a hundred of them because that's how much our uh, private print stores around here charge but on Amazon I think the last time I just ordered some and I and they, they seem pretty good I just started using them most of you guys would know better than me because you're on the other end of it so um, I think I got them for seven or eight dollars for a hundred so even a better price in Staples because uh, you want to keep that price down because envelopes can because if you think about it if you're paying ten dollars 
for a hundred like I was, that's ten cents per envelope. You add that with your your postage, and then you add that with all the materials that are inside and the printing and everything, and it and it kind of adds up. Uh, it's like an at unit cost. I, I had it broken down at one time, and I will do that here soon. Joe, the lawyer, asked me a little while ago about doing something along those lines and I'm going to do that again because I did it a few years ago um, but yeah the, so so weight quality of the envelopes be friends with your postmaster as best you can and uh, if it's always default though to what's best for the customer if there's uh if you think there's a chance getting it's getting wet, put it in a baggie. If you think there's a chance that the corners are going to get dinged up, wrap it in bubble wrap. Even if, if even if it costs you a little bit more, you want to try to calculate that into your price to begin with before you do anything, of course. But if you don't, it's still better to default to make that customer happy to the folks who are out there. Because if if you send them something, it could be the best book in the world, but if it comes in like all wet and kind of bunged up and bashed they're less likely to buy your next best thing in the world and you know you want to keep it happy it's a small community pretty much all of us kind of know each other by name or by our little icons or symbols or maybe our blogs or something like that so you want you know uh one wrong thing can spread very quickly and you don't want to do that. And if, and if something happens, which will happen, somebody will get something smashed up. Like there's a few times where I've had like zines arrive where they were all tore up, and um, and it always seems to be like the same same area. It wasn't that always the same place, but it was always. Uh, I think I can't remember where it was if it was Canada or England. They always seemed to. I think it was Canada. I had customers up there that were always getting their shit. It was always like tore open and broke or or not broke but ripped but i but i send it up uh gratis you know just like you know i'm not going to have them pay for another one or anything even though it had nothing to do with me but i still feel responsible to make sure that they get the product that they paid for so all right guys that's my publisher series about uh I don't know, mailing and postage. Some of you guys might have some really good ideas or some issues that you ran into. Please call in, add those on. I will add all those calls on at the end of this podcast so they can all kind of be in the same topic area. And that way when somebody comes by and listens to this, they'll have your input too. So any suggestions, any input, maybe I didn't cover or didn't cover enough, please call in. I will add it to the end of um, this podcast. All right, guys, that's it for my Sunday podcast. i got to go get some breakfast now, and uh, I hope this was helpful. And hopefully your game goes well, you roll better than me, and we'll talk to you soon.